0: The Chicago White Sox had a very rough series against the Yankees, to say the least. How would this team respond, and who would step up as they began a five-games-in-four-days series with the Royals in Kansas City? One of Monday's heroes in the 5-3 victory made sense. It was exciting to see. The other hero was equally exciting, but a complete surprise you are locked on White Sox your daily Chicago White Sox podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day hey Sox fans welcome to Locked On White Sox thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day, we're free and available on all platforms. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Marowski, a lifelong, diehard Chicago White Sox fan. Recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Underscore GGTV. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team, every day. Um, The White Sox have a big doubleheader uh, coming up here on Tuesday. Uh, Luis Robert is very good, if you didn't know, and he is just getting started. Uh, Is there panic in the White Sox clubhouse, especially uh, after that rough series against the Yankees, uh, and Johnny Cueto's performance on Monday, uh, that might have eased a lot of tensions. Uh, the Chicago White Sox are seventeen and seventeen, still chasing the Twins. A big win on Monday in Kansas City. A Sox win five to three in ten innings. A two-run blast from Luis Robert in the tenth. And Hendricks closes it out for his 10th save. We're going to get more into the specifics uh, of this game. Uh, You know, it was such a difficult weekend for our White Sox. And uh, simply the reality is that the Sox um, were scuffling. They uh, could not measure up, uh, not even close, to one of the best teams in baseball. And, And how were they going to respond? Kansas City is always a difficult place to play. Um, I have been to Kansas City a few times to see our White Sox play, and I don't think I've left uh, with seeing a win. It just feels like every time uh, you watch a game with them in Kansas City, Kansas City plays our Sox tough. And Monday was the same. Um, you know, I was uh, going through social media and uh, on uh, Monday after the rough weekend series. And a lot of numbers, you know, always uh, come up, uh, usually after a series or after the weekend uh, that was and um, stats, comparisons, metrics. I mean, you you can find any number you want uh, on the White Sox and and what they're doing compared to different situations, and you can really get you know the game within the game um, surrounding where the where the Sox are, basically the state of the Sox. Um, and I and I'm wondering with all of this information that's out there and everything that we know um, what, what are the things, uh, that you're waiting for as a fan that you think are going to jumpstart this team? Um, you know, we know the numbers now we've got a pretty decent sample size based on everything we know. Well, well, what are we still waiting for? Uh, who are we still waiting for? And, and the responses that I got when I put this question, uh, out on, uh, uh, Twitter, it's it's really for the offense to be consistent, and I hear that that makes a lot of sense. Abreu and Yasmani to start hitting, boy, uh, both of those guys have been ice cold, and I feel like when they were hitting last year, this team really got cooking. Uh, just consistency all around, uh, defense, base running, uh, some urgency from the team. Uh, maybe there just seems to be um, you know a, a lack of energy. Uh, perhaps. A change in the approach. I heard this a lot. Uh, Maybe it's, you know, trying to draw more walks, uh, not being as aggressive, being a little bit more patient at the plate, perhaps. Um, Jimenez comes up a lot. We're waiting for Aloy Jimenez to come back healthy. He will provide such a difference in the lineup. Who, though, would have thought it was Johnny Cueto uh, that we were waiting for? Going to talk about Johnny Cueto's night in a little bit on this episode. I um, was reading uh, James Feigen uh, from The Athletic, his Monday article, and he had uh, several quotes on what players were saying uh, in terms of panic or no panic. Um, and this is what Hendricks had to say about kind of what, what the team is feeling right now after that uh, tough series against the Yankees. Uh, this is Hendricks. Uh, he, he, he said, we've got these guys in this clubhouse that we know that uh, that can catch fire. And we've got several game changers on this team. It's not like we roll when this one guy rolls. We've got several guys on this team uh, that we only need one or two of them to kind of catch fire or just do what kind of was projected for them. And we're going to be just fine. We're not overly concerned with the way it's going. Obviously, there is a little reason, but there's no long-term concern. I like what uh, Hendricks said about projection. Uh, and I think that's what uh, all of Sox fans uh, are worried about, is just wait a second. The potential, the projection for guys like Abreu or Grandal, uh where is that when will that happen and uh i like how hendricks you know ended it there's no long term concern uh, this was from tim anderson uh, it's still early in the season anybody can beat you on any given night and that says a lot about our lineup as long as we keep working keep competing keep having fun we're going to keep getting wins um That's great. That's a good soundbite. I think Anderson's saying all the right things. I hope they're still having fun. I hope the chemistry is still uh, good. Uh, But we wonder as fans, well, when does it stop being, um, you know, early or is it too late or, you know, the timing thing? Um, And this is what Gavin Sheets uh, had to say. Uh, End of October. Gavin Sheets said, that's the best I can give you right now. We're in a race with Minnesota, not with anybody else. We're trying to win the AL Central, and that's our job. Everything else takes care of itself. We're going to continue to play as hard as we can and put our best foot forward and trust the talent in here. With the work ethic, we're going to be okay another you know positive uh quote from a guy that hasn't been around uh, this organization very long in Gavin Sheets and if he could catch fire uh, like he did last week and continue that streak uh, that would be nice uh, as well so i really like to tap into the chemistry you know uh, we we know the numbers uh, we know how bad guys are scuffling uh, we know what happened in the yankee series uh, but what's the mentality like and uh You know, it's a great article by uh, James Feagan. I I love what he does. Check that one out in The Athletic. Uh, The comments are positive. The quotes are positive. So how did the White Sox respond after losing three or four from the Yankees? Well, Johnny Cueto was called upon to get the Sox uh, back on track, and I will tell you why he might be sticking around a little longer. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. Uh, hey, imagine dipping your finger into the plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it's like uh, eating a birthday cake puff from Built Bar. Uh, folks, I have recently received a nice big box of these, uh, and they are pretty amazing. I actually have never had anything like it before. They're available right now. Uh, but can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow. So you got to go get them at built.com. Uh, and if you haven't tried the puffs, I'm going to let you in on a secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Uh, yes, you've heard that correct. A delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% uh, real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Bilt's Birthday Cake Puffs. Uh, Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and roved in it 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams sugar, this limited-time flavor, an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety uh, in your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, that means that with built, you can eat healthy and enjoy doing it. Go to built.com, use promo code locked15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast. Recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, So the White Sox um, needed to get back into the winning ways, and we've been hearing about Johnny Cueto for quite some time. It was a kind of last-minute Hail Mary response by Rick Hahn uh, to the Lance Lynn injury uh, as the season was about to get started. Uh, Johnny Cueto, 36 years old, uh, 0-1 with a 5.17 ERA and 17 strikeouts and four starts with Charlotte after signing with Chicago as a minor league free agent on April 8th. Uh, Cueto was wearing number 47. That That means Joe McEwing went to number 99. You might have saw that on Monday's game. Now here's a little history on Cueto. Cueto has recorded three seasons of 18-plus wins, uh, five seasons of 150-plus strikeouts, and four years of 200-plus innings pitched. Uh, he is a two-time All-Star, uh, 2014 and 2016, and led the National League with 242 strikeouts in 2014. Cueto is 135, 9, and 97 with a 3 4-5 ERA, 1,710 strikeouts, 17 complete games, and eight shutouts in 330 career appearances. That's 329 starts over 14 major league seasons with the Reds, Royals, and Giants. Um, he has done just about everything. He won a, a World Series with the Royals in 2015. It was a late-in-the-year trade deadline acquisition. Uh, so here he is uh, doing what he needed to do in Charlotte to get back up uh, to the bigs. We need arms. We're playing a lot of games this week. Um and this is what Tony Larussa said uh, regarding uh, Cueto. Uh, La Larussa said the Sox would be disappointed if Johnny Cueto doesn't pitch well enough to stick around, suggesting Quato's spot on ro- on the roster and as member of starting staff, isn't a short-term thing. Said effects of adding Cueto and getting Lance back are good concerns to have. Uh, well, Johnny Cueto was electric on Monday night. If you were watching it and you were saying, wait a second, um, this team was supposed to be thriving with the arms of Cease and Kopech and Giolito. What, what's going on here? Th- this has been the greatest pitching effort this season. And this is from Johnny Cueto. He struck out the site in the first inning. Uh, and then you, and then the camera pan to Cueto, which I thought was kind of cool. He was right next to Ethan Katz who he's got a relationship with from San Francisco days, uh, last, uh, last year. And uh, they're in the dugout strategizing look like they might've been going over some, some metrics on a tablet, um, you could call Johnny Cueto, I would call him a crafty vet, and that is what you saw in his six innings pitching. I mean, you saw it in the first inning. He was mixing up speeds. He was changing his motion, stuttering and almost pausing during his delivery. Some quick pitches. Uh, Beckham and Benetti kind of referenced him Almost like you know you're out in the backyard playing wiffle ball or you're just playing a pickup baseball game and you're just goofing around with your motion, trying to throw your friend uh, their timing off as you're throwing pitches to them. I mean that's what Queto was doing. He, he was mixing it up into the high 80s, saw some mid 90s, uh, low 90s. he was uh, hitting he was all over the plate. That was the key and that was talked about a lot during the telecast. He was pu- getting he was getting the ball. And he was basically daring the Royals, hit it, put it in play. It's going to be around, take your swings. Um, he gave up the first hit in the fourth. Uh, Royals were averaging seven runs per game in their last five games. Um, and uh, Johnny Cueto shut him down. Uh, he had 56 pitches through five, uh, 72 pitches in the sixth. Uh, that's where things got a little dicey. Uh, Royals had two on, one out. Things started to slip a little bit for Cueto. Cat um, Cat's made a visit, um, and the back, that was the big question: is, is will he finish the inning? Uh, it would be great if he was able to finish it, and then you could get a clean seventh, eighth, ninth out of relief. And sure enough, uh, struck out uh, Cueto. Struck out Perez. Tons of emotion from Cueto, which you'd love to see, and Grandal uh, as they uh, left the field. Cueto's. Cueto's final line: six innings pitched, two hits, two walks, seven strikeouts, zero earned runs, uh, eighty-one pitches. Uh, if you're somebody that uh, you know is compelled to make a lot of bets, uh, sport wagering bets, uh, you might have lost some money uh, last night. Maybe it was just to a friend uh, that you were watching the game with. Uh, that was a very positive to see, uh, thing to see out of Johnny uh, Cueto. Uh, he gave the ball over to uh, Foster, who pitched great. Uh, and then it was Graveman's turn. And, uh, you know, Graveman has given up nothing in his previous two outings, which encompassed three innings of work. And uh, Graveman just had an absolutely rough outing. Of course, of course, uh, the Royals did not give up. Uh, always tough on our White Sox. Uh, Royals uh, had guys on first and third with nobody out. Uh, Graveman was able to get a strikeout, then a two-run double by Merrifield. Uh, Graveman gave up another RBI single, gave up three runs in the eighth, and just like that, the game uh, was tied. Kansas City came into the game with the 28th-ranked offense. Uh, Sacks were ranked 28th. So when you just think about those numbers, Uh, with Johnny Cueto, they're impressive, exciting that that was his first, uh, his first start. And from what La Russa said, you got to believe that he's going to be sticking around um, and seeing what he can do. I mean, you, again, I'm looking for more of a sample size. Okay. Let's see what he can do against a couple other teams. Would his stuff play against New York? Maybe, you know, maybe he takes a page out of what Dallas Keuchel did. You know, maybe this day and age in the major leagues, everybody's looking for the 97 mile an hour fastball uh, and the electric stuff. And and Cueto's got he's he's taking things a little bit old school. Uh, He's screwing things up on you. I don't know. Maybe that plays. Uh, But let's let's see another Johnny Cueto start. Uh, But the hey, Monday happened. That was real. And that was exactly what the White Sox uh, needed. Uh, The Sox offensively, they flexed some power on Monday night. I'm going to tell you why the source of the power uh, is a big deal. More on that uh, in a moment. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, uh, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so save money and time when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Okay, there wasn't a ton of offense on Monday night against the Royals, uh, just enough, and uh, it was good to see Adam Engel get into the action. You know, Adam Engel has been getting some playing time in right field, and I am here for it. I absolutely uh, love it. Sheets has been getting in at at DH, and Adam Engel has been out there in right field, not just as a defensive replacement, uh, but he's been getting some... uh, Game time action the entire game he made a great play towards the end of the game down the right field line um, and that was and that's why you have Adam Ingle and Wright uh, because he I will prioritize defense um, especially in a in a in a stretch right now where the Sox can't afford uh, to give up runs can't afford to give up uh, any extra outs um, you you want to have your best defensive out, out there and I believe that's Adam Ingle for us. Uh, in right field uh, over a sheets or a Vaughn um, Engel in the, in the third, he had a hustle double. So it was, it was a kind of a pop-up that was in shallow center field. It dropped down and Engel hustled and got into second base, which was great. Then stole third. And that led into uh, Andrew Vaughn, who was hitting ninth, uh, hit a sack fly. And right away, the socks are up one, uh, nothing great on angle. Uh, And you might be saying to yourself, wait a second, uh, Nick, you said Vaughn was hitting ninth. You're correct. Vaughn was penciled and penned and markered in uh, the ninth spot. Uh, This is what Tony La Russa said on Vaughn hitting ninth. See if you can make sense of it. Uh, This is his quote. The second leadoff man is a reality. Uh, He hits right in front of your best hitters. Uh, If you've got guys hitting 250, 270, and 300, a lot of managers, including myself, put the 300 guy ninth. He isn't the ninth best hitter on our team. Uh, If you were um, wondering, you are correct. Uh, Vaughn was hitting second not too long ago. That that memory you had of him hitting second, that was real. That wasn't just a figment of your imagination. Uh, But now... Uh, Tony La is saying he's really he's really the ninth hitter Uh, Chuck and Ozzie I was watching the pregame on NBC Sports Chicago maybe you caught this Chuck and Ozzie were all kinds of confused uh, with the decision Ozzie uh, did not care for it at all and then got into this very uh, hilarious rant uh, as they started uh, talking about their own panics uh, and Ozzy called out everybody in the organization. If the sacks don't win the division, he called out Jerry should be fired, which is, you know, is laughable Kenny, which is laughable Han. And then even threw in Robin Ventura's name. I don't know if you've heard this or you were listening. He said, well, even Ventura should be gone. Um, Ozzy went on one of those classic rants uh, in the pregame. It, it was fun. Um, yeah, the Vaughn situation. Uh, kind of bizarre. Um, I, I guess if you tried to sit with LaRusse's comments, you can kind of defend it, but I didn't agree with it. I would say uh, you, you're going to want your guy that's uh, hitting as well as Vaughn has been to see, get the most plate appearances. And that's not in the ninth spot. Uh, Vaughn, if you were wondering, was 0 for 3 with an RBI while hitting uh, in that ninth spot. Uh, Sox got some offense from Yasmani Grandal, who hit a two-run home run in the fourth, he was two for five. That put the Sox up 3 nothing. Uh, Nothing happening for the Sox really until the 10th. And then Robert with a two-run bomb, uh, he was due. And nice to get it from a guy who you want to start relying on for power. He's on a great 14-game hitting streak. We've got a doubleheader on Tuesday. Dylan Cease. Uh, is going in that first game. He's got a three and two record with an ERA of 2.96 and 61 strikeouts in 10 appearances against the Royals. So no stranger against Kansas City. Uh, He pitched against the Royals back in April. Uh, He went six innings, gave up three hits, two earned runs, three walks, and nine strikeouts. Hoping Cease can go fairly deep. We've got a lot of arms that are needed this week. Remember Cease had 11 strikeouts in his last outing against the New York Yankees, but gave up six runs in four innings while throwing 90 uh, pitches. Uh, Folks, really appreciate you making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast everywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, uh, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap that doubleheader uh, in Kansas City and get you ready for what Wednesday has in store uh, for our White Sox. Really appreciate you making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.